you want to do it again? Yeah. For ASMR purposes. That was really good. That did something. Oh. Basically, I'm sitting here with two not regular guests on the podcast. They're trying really hard not to say anything <laughs> or not to I'm not used to Leo's <laughs> podcasting live. Oh God. Okay, so let me give an intro to who okay. these people are. Because obviously you can't see them because we don't have videos. Um, but basically I'm here with my two housemates, Vesh and Ali, who we moved in. I moved in with them like, what, a month ago now? And Leo's life has massively improved. Obviously. <laughs> All of our lives have had a, an upgrade. <laughs> and we have known each other. Well, I went to uni with Ali. And then we met in London again after the pandemic and stuff. We like reconnected. And I met Vesh a year ago now. Over a year ago now. Yeah. Just we met about. last April. Okay. I asked them to give a quick intro about themselves, but I don't know if they want to. <laughs> You'll get to know me through other episodes. I'm not doing an introduction. Okay, can you guys just say your 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 name so that they know who is who when you speak? Okay, so I'm Vesh with a bad throat. <laughs> and I'm Ali. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> okay, so basically why Kara's not here today is she's in Jordan having the most fabulous time with her family. Chilling at the pool. And I was like, okay, I'm going to record an episode. And then I literally, last episode about the subconscious, mentioned Vesh about three times. Because yeah. I was like, so my friend who practices Hinduism, like... That's my personality. <laughs> the core. In, in my episode it is. Because I've learned so much from you. So I just mentioned you a couple times. So I thought we could have just a chat. Yeah. About <clears throat> like... I haven't even prepared any questions, to be honest. This is a very unprepared episode. I mean, considering how yappy we are, I don't think we need uh-huh. questions. PSA, we've been like deep chatting all morning. Yeah. We've talked about every single topic under the sun. Yeah, I think this is just going to be a continuation <laughs> of our day. us just like chatting in the living room. Yeah, basically, we went out last night. Which is, that's why Vesha's throat really sounds bad, even though she doesn't want to say. (laughs) And then this morning we had like two of our friends stay over as well. So we've just been debriefing all morning. I say all morning, it's literally quarter past 6pm. Yeah, I'm like, time for breakfast. (laughs) Um, So that's an update on us. Okay, let's start with highs and lows. Yeah. So my high this week was definitely the weekend with the girls. I think we all, we all were like... We were in Italy for a bit, Sophia was in Amsterdam for a bit. We all kind of, the five of us, got to spend like a proper day and night together. And we just had so much fun. Yeah. And it was just cute, cozy sister time. That oh. was my high. Low is hard. I. This sounds so privileged and horrible, but I don't, I haven't had a low in a while. I think... That's good. That's what we want. That's yeah. the aim. I think I was feeling a bit of anxiety at the start of the week, just having like inner dilemmas about getting annoyed about things and anxious about things that I normally don't get anxious about. But that low turned into a high when I kind of sat and thought through it. So Yeah, that's so good. I feel like you're really good at that as well. Yeah, well, I I hope so. (laughs) I'm not there yet, but I think it's, it's, yeah, that was hard. But obviously being home with you guys... And talking about it, like, really helped. Yeah. Love that. Ali, do you want to go next? No, I don't have it yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go next. 
I feel like my my high is similar to yours. It's just like spending, even just like being in the house. We all knew. We were all saying when we were like in Italy that September needs to be like our down month, like our month to get settled in the house, to establish some routines. I don't think like I'm there like 100% yet. Yeah. But it's just felt so nice to have a bit more like slow, chill time. And even like this weekend felt like a normal weekend. I don't know how to describe it, but like going out, like having, but like in a very cozy way. Nothing yeah. was like too extreme. <clears throat> and oh I saw my great grandma yesterday as well because she's been moved to a I don't even know if I've said this on the podcast but she's in a home she's like 96 and she's in a home normally in Brighton and that home shut because they didn't have like enough people in it so it wasn't like profitable enough so they put all of the old people in that home into don't know how they did it and transported them all to London I actually don't know how yeah they- and my, my I want to say something out of pocket, but I won't. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Let's keep it matcha diaries. <laughs> there is there is no filter on this podcast. You can say whatever you want. Um, I was I was gonna say I'm surprised. No, no one died. <laughs> <laughs> if they did, they, I'm they sorry. Did. If you're transporting like ninety plus <laughs> year olds. Stressing their body out, like let's go on a trip to London and move there at ninety six. Like my great grandma has, moved. she like, hasn't moved. Like she hasn't gotten up from her bed in like five years. It's quite impressive. I'll give it to them. Yeah. So I don't like, know. How did they do it? Did they take stretchers? They must have done stretchers. They must like have ambulance? moved the whole bed. I don't know. I thought it was a train. No, they definitely didn't. They're <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> like a special train. Like <laughs> on board the train. <laughs> Guys, not let's, like we let's take get the a... train. Anyway. We take the train, is that what you said? Not like we take the train. They're not going to get National oh. Express. <laughs> a bunch of 96-year-olds. The tube. <laughs> Have them all squeezing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. I'm having uh, visuals. Oh, my God. So, anyways, I visited her, and that was nice. And my low is probably work to be honest. <laughs> it's just been stressing me out and it's just been a lot because people have recently left my work. So I've had to like take all of their projects on and it's too boring to talk about on this podcast, but basically I've been a bit stressed. That's not been <laughs> nice. But the weekend made up for it. And now I'm a bit upset that it's Sunday evening already. I know, it's gone by so fast. I know, especially this day, because we've done absolutely nothing apart from sit on this <laughs> like exact actually I've actually day. loved it though. Yeah. We've I'm not obsessed with doing nothing. chatting yeah. the whole day. Honestly, I had to take I a nap only... break because I was like, <laughs> my mouth hurts. I like, only stopped when eating. Both you and Lucy took a nap. Yeah. And I could hear you guys talking in the background. There was not one break. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Leo needs a podcast. She just needs to get it out. Exactly. And we were all like talking over each other because everyone had so much to say. So like people were just, the ADHD vibes were so strong. There is just so much to talk about. (laughs) I feel that every time whenever like a new person joins our conversation or even when like Michael sits with like all of us girls at the table. He just does not say anything. There's no space. Like (laughs) we've just learned. Even us, like we don't care if we're like talking over each other. Like everyone just wants to really get their No, we've gotten used to the dynamic now. (laughs) See, I'm speaking over you. I need to stop. Okay. (laughs) I even, I get annoyed when I like listen to myself back with Kara and I'm like interrupting her or something. And I'm like, oh, that's so bad. I know it's like very bad friendship protocol, but then you I'm only bad. notice it when you, when you listen to it back. <laughs> I'm, I'm noticing <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest. Um, okay. You go. 
So I think my high was, I mean, not the, not the act of getting my implant out. Oh my God. But just going hormone free. Hmm. I'm starting to notice and I started to notice this week that, I don't know, a change inside of me. And I know this could be a bit controversial because I get, you know, that contraception is necessary. But I'm just giving myself a break from hormones. I don't think that's that controversial, to be honest. Every woman should have, like, their own right to decide what they yeah. want to do. It's, I think it's... I think bottom line, obviously, you don't want to be putting things in your body that, yeah. that, that doesn't need I think to it's, be there. It's controversial that that's yeah. even an expectation. That's, like, the problem, I think. Yeah, but also safe sex. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All that stuff. But it shouldn't... The onus shouldn't be just on the woman. Yeah, yeah, but pull out we live doesn't in this work. reality. <laughs> this is the reality we live in. But yeah, basically, I've gone hormone free, and I can feel, I can feel it. So I've just been feeling really good. And this is only the beginning. In my mood. Do you want to? Okay, can I give an intro to why it's such a big deal that Ali got her, her implant out? Literally, Leo is very proud of me. I am very proud of you now. I was very stressed about Ali before because Ali has had her implant. It expired. <laughs> Like three years ago. <laughs> no, it did not. Don't like exaggerate. A year ago. Okay, guys, listen. Okay, <laughs> these people don't know me. You have to understand. I am the most like laid back. Um, how do I explain this? Like disorganized. Like, she's just like a beachy gal. She's from Spain. We take things. We take life slow. Like it's just no rush. No problem. Then there was no issues. The guy didn't even notice. <laughs> the fucking. Oops, I can't say. But what? You can. <laughs> God, it's been so weaved into our vocabulary. I like don't even realize. Sometimes when I'm with my parents, I just like, be... like the word "fuck" just comes out of my mouth. <laughs> I never swear in front of my parents, and my me mom too, will just like too. look Neither at me like. I. My mom hates me swearing. She's yeah. probably gonna listen to this. I'm sorry, mama. Oh my god! We never. I won't say it again. I you're promise. gonna be re-listening to it when you edit it and <laughs> to like edit the words out. No, it's not sponsored. So if I'm ever sponsored by brands, maybe I'll have to be like PG and yeah, cut the okay. swear itself. Until then, oh, I have to delete the WhatsApp notification. So basically, finally, after being a year expired and us bugging Ali like almost daily, like, oh, have you made a doctor's appointment yet? <laughs> have you made a doctor's appointment? And apparently, yet? Okay. no place in, in London. In my defense. Was <laughs> For a whole year. For a whole year, Ali refused to get an appointment. No, no, no. There's apparently nowhere in London. A bajillion calls. The GP doesn't do it. The freaking... So I had to... Yeah. I said, wait. Um, Okay, what's important is out. What's important is it's out and I'm feeling good and... So if any of you guys have an expired implant, which I feel like none of you will have. (laughs) It's only me. It's literally only me. (laughs) But yes, I think it's a... I think it's... So actually, we were talking about this in our like friendship group. Now, we're all we've all gone off hormonal contraception. Like Bash, you've just gone off the pill. Yeah. Like this is, is this like your your first couple days? Yeah. So I'm on I'm on my pill break at the moment, but post this, I'm gonna stop taking it, and I'm mm. so excited. I'm a bit nervous because like I know that that there might be like some side effects, but I know I'm gonna feel so good in yeah. the long run. Yeah. I just don't think it's worth. <clears throat> we'll see. I think I'll reconsider, you know, once I have a yeah. partner. Yeah. Mm, but we'll see. 
That's the thing. It's even less. The the, the thing is like, though, like the pill them. changes, hormones change. Wait, how do I put this? How hormones like make you like feel different about yeah. your partner? Like if you if you got together with someone and then you started taking hormones, that that's. I mean, at least for me. Yeah. I feel like it affected the way that I viewed my partner. That's like scientifically proven because obviously yeah. it's like your hormones are like impact massively how you. That's what attraction is. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I've heard from like, her and a friend's mother like stopped being attracted to her husband. Yeah, that's <laughs> when she so... went on the pill and had to go off the pill to like be attracted to him again. Like that to me is crazy. That that's like something that has such drastic. And I know that loads of people think that they don't have drastic side effects and maybe some don't, but you never know. Might yeah, know. I don't want to pick my future man. When I'm on hormones. Obviously, it's also like, you know, we're so grateful that these things exist. Of course. You know, they're so important that we even have the option to, like, choose and decide, you know, if we, how to, you know, protect ourselves. Because I I feel like it is protection for women. So it's obviously not, we're not, like, against the pill or anything like that. Or the implants. But I just don't think it's a... It's not a perfect system. Yeah, I think now that all of my friends are going pill hormone free, I feel like I don't know. It's like a weird awakening oh. type situation where like <laughs> everyone was like on the pill, yeah. and now suddenly everyone's gone off it. So it's given me a bit of motivation to be like, let me try this out. Yeah, let me get yeah, back. Yeah, I think we're just trying it out, seeing how we feel. Yeah, you know, because I think all of us have had been on it for years. So anyway. I feel like it's just so natural, like when. Our generation, I think the generation as well before, as soon as you're like 16, 14, mm-hmm. like you like can have like, like a irregular periods, painful periods, acne. The pill uh, like is anything. just like for anything. Yeah. yeah. It's just like given automatically. And I just feel like that's the thing. If you actually, if it actually is helping you with your symptoms, then okay, that's different. You know, when you're an adult and you know, you need, or even as a, as a teenager, but shouldn't be like the first stop. Yeah, no, definitely. I was, I started taking the pill again because I had cystic acne and hormonal cystic acne to the point where like my face was covered with it during lockdown. It was like such a confidence. It Mm. slammed my confidence completely. But I started taking a pill that was stronger and you can't give it anymore because uh, you can't prescribe it unless you have acne. Mm. So it was a stronger pill and like I could sense it was like numbing me like inside of course my skin cleared up I'm very grateful but like that's what I would tell so my when my mom found my birth control obviously I'm my mom and I are not don't talk about like sex and stuff so she found my birth control and I was like shit like oh, what do I say and I was like oh no all my periods were like not good so like I went and I got the pill and she was like you're going off that like do not really yeah because obviously she's like oh fertility issues no 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 mm. so obviously um i was like yeah i'll go off it but i didn't i didn't know that yeah but like i was like floored i was like what ex- excuse do i give my mother's just found my birth control pills <laughs> that's fucking awkward my mom almost encouraged it yeah my mom has always been but i think it's because we have different cultural backgrounds yeah like maybe. To obviously, so Ali Spanish, you guys, I think, know my, like, I'm from Germany, and Vesh's from India, so I feel like it's very different cultural oh, backgrounds. Oh, no, no, yeah. I mean, it's getting, it's definitely getting more open, but sex is still, like, a taboo topic, I'd say. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I actually know, like, in terms of percentages, I think, like, India is quite high in terms of our listeners. So, is it? Yeah. Hello to all my Indian 
listeners. <laughs> and everyone else, obviously. I love all humans. <laughs> One of Ali's highs and lows. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is what. Do what you guys I mean. want to know my low? <laughs> yes, we want to know your low. What was your low? God, why did I say that? I actually don't know. <laughs> you wanted the spotlight. You have the spotlight. Yeah, I guess I'm copying you with the work thing. I think I'm just a little bit discouraged with work at the moment, and I just I'm feeling the pressure a little bit with you know the costs of like just the economic crisis coming in yeah not me just feeling the pressure of having to you know progress in yeah. my career and all that stuff but you know it's it's not too bad i'm still really grateful that i have a job <laughs> i feel like that's very like because actually me and car never really have spoken about like the economic stuff that is going on mm-hmm. obviously we've spoken about like the war or like different political situations yeah. but yeah i don't know this is something which like i mean it's not the most fun topic no I'm it's just not sort of but... trying to explain why it's been making me a bit worried but yeah i mean cost of living in london <clears throat> we it, all yeah. love london life but it's honestly excruciating. Exactly. It's also, lately. it's also just relatable because I think we as a friendship group are so, like, I don't know if optimistic is the right word, but we very much, like, romanticize around our lives. Like, we are so grateful for our lives. We're so aware of that. But it doesn't discount the fact that we're still living in a world where there's shit going on and we have bills to pay yeah. and rent to pay that is going up and... Yeah, we're still in our early 20s. Yeah. <laughs> I try, <laughs> to yeah. figure it out. I try and... Uh, practice the abundance mindset a lot i'm like even though i'm like sometimes it like hurts my heart when i look at my bank account i'm like it's fine more money will come in and it always does yeah and i like <laughs> that's I'm a just bit... the best mindset with money i actually yeah, honestly it. it's whenever i stress impressive. about it i'm like what would vesh say Aww. what would vesh do <laughs> it's literally my dad like my dad lit- would he would like literally not even care. My mom used to get so stressed out because she'd be like, what are you buying? Like, he'd just go and buy an iPad with absolutely no need for it. But then he'd be like, oh, who cares? The money's going to come back anyway. And I feel like because I've been around that, which I'm very grateful for because that made my childhood very rosy at times. <laughs> um, because I've been around that. And obviously, like, I just know it's always a cycle. It's going to come back, but it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. With that, it's it's all about the mindset that you have. Like... How much you let it stress yourself out. Exactly. Because it's not going to change the situation. Obviously, you can do things to save and whatnot, or, like, be clever with your money, but... It's hard because on on one hand, I'm, I want to be, like... I want to hustle. I want to, like, do things after work and, you know, make money. But mm-hmm. on the one... And on the other hand, I, I also love, like, my downtime, spending yeah. time with friends reading just like watching tv i just love like my like my life outside of that so much that right now i don't know whether i have the motivation to do like a i I do have some ideas in mind which i'm definitely going to implement but i think like leo is so dedicated to her podcast i definitely want something on the side not even like for money like a passion project yeah but um yeah it's hard. It's hard to balance downtime and hustling. 
I feel like that's actually like my ongoing struggle is like how yeah. do you balance it all because it's like even I'm so grateful I do the podcast honestly I don't know what I would do without it because I feel like it's like my favorite thing to think about yeah. or to daydream and it's given me such like purpose in terms of like I finally know what I want to do in life like it's I know I think you found your calling and yeah. I, I love that for you I think that's so amazing it's definitely it definitely like watching you do the podcast definitely motivates me to I, I want to start like a brand of fashion for <laughs> yeah come on like, put it out there well I'm gonna manifest this but I do I, I love fashion I'm obsessed with fashion um, you've got a very very I, good sense of style go follow us we've just made an Instagram yeah <laughs> guys go follow us for our BTS it's in Le- uh, it's in Leo's bio yeah or I'll post it I'll tag it when I post about this episode okay yeah so I, I really love holy threesome yeah <laughs> if I had unlimited money, my wardrobe would be chef's kiss. But Already. I'm working with what I've got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to do something related to that. I want to start a line of clothing or something. And that is, it is a, it's not, I would say it's not going to be easy. But I have so many ideas in mind that I mm-hmm. want to put on paper and execute. That, again, I think is like a blessing and a curse of this generation that we've been like, push to do so much and we've been you know we've had so many examples of like you can basically make anything yourself right you can like self-start especially with like social media you can become i don't know a viral sensation have a brand yeah or it's positioned that way in terms of like you can do this too and i don't know but then it's also like added on the one hand it's so much possibility and freedom that we get to do this on the other hand i think it adds a lot of pressure of like should i be doing more could i be doing this like I don't know. I feel like life itself is already a lot, you know? I have that even with a podcast. I always feel like I could be doing more. But then I feel like I could be doing more of my work. Yeah. And I could be doing better in these areas, you know? It's like... But, like, I read... I watch... I read something that was, like... It's a privilege to be bored. Mm. It's, like, uh, so many people don't have the time and, you know, like, the things we do... It's, it's very much a privilege. Like, just chilling and watching TV, like... No, people are like struggling to pay, yeah. you know, for their kids and stuff. So it's hard. It, I don't know. Yeah, I think I still need to find my passion project. Yeah. Um, because I don't know how well I would do with something like a brand. I think I'd like something may- maybe service based a bit more, but you know I think it's still early days like I'm still sort of trying to figure out you know what career path to take in itself yeah so I don't know isn't it so weird though how this generation it's like shifted from like work is work your life is life like you work to live kind of thing versus now I feel like every there's this expectation that you should love your job and you should like be so passionate about what you're doing it's hard because that that pressure almost from other people almost like makes it like I would say like I'm not passionate about my job I work in finance consulting I'm not like waking up like I can't wait to do my (laughs) excel sheets today but it it, it provides for me yeah um I really don't I really want to view work as and I was talking to you about this I think I want to view work as a very small part obviously it's not but I want to view work as a smaller part of my day mm. it's like yeah I'm doing work I'm meeting new people I'm I'm getting it done but I'd say I wouldn't say I love my job I yeah. would love to love my job that's why I think a passion project 
I mean, if it sets off, if touch wood, would be so great. But yeah, yeah the pressure is, it, it's a bit tough because I think sometimes you see people around you and they're like, oh my God, I love my job. I'm like, can't relate. Yeah, it's like a double-edged sword because at the one hand, obviously we all want to strive for that. And it's great that we have that privilege to be able to be seeking a job that we love. Like that in itself is a privilege, right? Yeah. That in itself requires finances unless you're super passionate about being lawyer or a consultant or whatever it is you know or you get lucky enough to make your job your passion project your job but even then you're gonna have so many aspects that you don't enjoy yeah no of course I think I think we you just got to romanticize the job you have mm. <laughs> like genuinely I feel like the, that's the thing though like I would love to work for a small creative brand yeah there's no way I can live in London working for a small creative brand unless I have other sources of income or you're really high up, which because we're in our early 20s, we're just not quite, yeah. Does Ali disagree? I do, I disagree. I think it's the time, us being in our early 20s, to just explore all options. And our priority right now, well, my priority right now, is not to make the most amount of money, yeah. but to sort of explore all the different things that I like, even if it pays less. Because to me, this is the time to experiment a little bit yeah. and once I do find something that I enjoy then I can you know hustle to to make the money that I want but I don't think I need too much money at the moment but yeah I agree I completely agree with like exploring things and stuff but I think there's that side of me which is like a bit like just worried about you know I don't think I could ever go for a job that pays me less than I do now because I'm like what if something goes wrong? What if I need to pay for something big? Like, what if, what if one, you know, like you, I just don't want yeah, to put let myself me in a position. Let me tell you one thing. I've got zero savings. So if something <laughs> happens. <laughs> You've got friends who can be. Yeah. No, neither do I. But <laughs> I don't know. I feel like your 20s are such a part of your life that you should be enjoying I don't know. I mean, obviously, the, your whole life you should be enjoying, but especially your 20s, I think I have no time to be miserable in my job. Like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather be no, making less money in a job that I enjoy than more money in a job that I hate. No, I do agree. And I feel like that's where, like, me and Cara have often talked about this because obviously, me and her lead very different lives in the sense that, like, she is quite probably a lot more responsible with like her money and everything that she does she's like living with her boyfriend quite settled in like a suburb of London and I'm kind of like moving from the suburbs to like central London which is obviously more expensive I travel like a lot we we like as a friendship group as well not go out a lot but I think we like do we like out. activities we like yeah. strolling about going to cafes uh, yeah we just do a lot of plans, yeah. yeah. We, we have too many ideas for what we'd want yeah, to do. Yeah, there's just so much to do in London. I think we're a group that just want to seize the day so yeah. much that it's just a bit non-stop. Sometimes we have to like... We have to give each other weeks off. We have like, to force ourselves to stay in this sounds for so, a weekend. Yeah, it sounds so cocky, but like I'm like, what plan should I go to today? Because it's just like, I think we're all like... We're all very extroverted girls, so like we we will go and like talk to someone, get invited to something, and like actually show up. I don't think it's like 
it's 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 just like that's the way I kind of want to live my 20s as well I just want to be a bit feral I want to be a bit wild okay so that just convinced that she introduced the world feral well I didn't introduce it <laughs> is this the confession that we were looking for in Paris we went to Paris like early May or something was it May April it was in 24th to 27th of March. Oh, <laughs> this is where you work with numbers and I don't. I was feeling feral during power. I don't know what it was. I My remember we were like sitting by the canal and you were like, guys, I'm feeling feral. And we were like, what the fuck? We had the most, like- we were like sat by the canal in Paris having the most wild conversation. I don't even want to say what it was about, but I'll let you assume. We were talking about all I types of shit. Like a- well, it was like sexual it was stuff. like <laughs> oh, God. yeah and then uh, there were like so many people around us and we were all like se- six seven girls we were drinking and we were, we were yapping so loudly <laughs> about like sex and like what what we've done and what we want to do <laughs> and everyone around us was just like what the actual hell <laughs> and then so basically Vesh is like our lexicon for like anything to do with tiktok because she you're the most gen z person i know a hundred percent I like to dip, dip my toe into Gen Z behavior. Oh, you're like a full Gen Z <laughs> Besh is like a little... So, to give age context, I'm 24. Ali, you're 24 as well. Yeah. Besh is 23. Which, if I say this a lot, she excuse. makes no difference. <laughs> but like, Was that significant? Loki, that one year does make a difference. <laughs> Into our house, I don't think so. Is, um, it's just the dishwasher. Oh, it's swooshing, <laughs> it's washing our plates. What would we have done if there was actually someone there? Like, our reaction was so nonchalant. You would have had to do this. Is so in. bad, but like, when, when I was alone in the house and I was just sat on the stairs because I was convinced that someone was in the house, and I just like, <laughs> yeah, I sat on the stairs for like a good half an hour and like wouldn't move because I, 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 every single sound, I was like, oh my god. Our house is actually quite big. Then, like, we have two floors, three floors, I guess. One, two, yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't like being alone in the house. It's weird. I don't know. I think Feel my first sleep alone would be a bit. Yeah, I'm dreading that moment. I've not slept alone in the house. To be fair, this house is safer than the house we were before. We had a rock. Th- what did we have? A can of like beer thrown at our window. The whole window broke. It was some guy. Who was like on drugs, but he he like had like thought he was being friendly and he just <laughs> threw a, do you remember he was like do you I have he was like I do you have apple this. juice or something he was he like he was asking. looking for some apple juice saying that <laughs> our house looked really nice and he wanted to like join in and we were like you literally just broke our window <laughs> and this was so funny because <laughs> we were having like a Y two K theme night. <laughs> So we were like the guys. So this was during lockdown. Every weekend we were having a completely different themed night. So we were doing like, I don't know. Frat boys. Frat boys. And then like um, police and and criminals. And that night was (laughs) the 2000s themed night. So we were all... The guys had like middle partings with like slick back hair. With we like, were all fully dressed up in like Y2K costumes. Just five of us in our house. 
And the police had to come and we had to give the report in our Y2K gear. With Britney Spears playing in the background. We made like a whole Y2K um, yeah, playlist. playlist. Loki better than if it would have been like police and criminal no, or whatever you guys. When I tell you the guys so were looking funny. like the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and the police was just sat in our living room like looking at the state of it. Because we, we would put up decorations and everything as well. Like every week it would we be did like the most. a complete different set up like decorations anyway so cute where why did i go to that topic i don't know I also, we are oh, yapping that, so much our old Nonsense. house your old house was safer than this house no yes. no no. i feel safer in this house yeah because we were like right opposite a pub there were people constantly like coming in you were knocking. super central we had we had a house party once and there was just like random people from the park would just come and like join in. Your door would always be open. So for context, Ali and Vash lived together with four, three other people before. Four, four, other, four people. other people before. And that's when that like I moved house. quite close to them. Yeah. So that I would a, always like go to their house for like parties and like hangouts. But that was a chaos house. I'm really yeah. glad we're, <laughs> we've we're grown out calmer, of that. <laughs> we're in a much calmer environment now. But yeah. We've grown up. Because, yeah, we would just leave the door open. People would just come in and out of, of our parties. Like, I can't believe we did that. Me neither. In London. And well. I can't believe nothing got stolen. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't get noise complaints. Like, there was no incidents. Like, how was there no incidents? I mean, the vibes from... were too strong for any <laughs> Apart from the guy breaking our window. <laughs> there was no incidents. <laughs> Except oh, one that's been logged in with the police. <laughs> Except when the police had to come and <laughs> take our report. That's really a minor thing. <laughs> this is so bad, and I don't know whether I should say this on the podcast, but during our New Year's out. party, like people with like a, a guy with a knife showed up or really? something. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was obviously at this point blacked I was, out. I think I was in Germany for, this, for, for that New Year. Enjoying my life. And apparently like these two guys came in and they started having a fight. And one oh, of them pulled out a knife outside and then some girl started crying and left. Do not know where I was at this point. I I got told the day after as well. Me too. It gave me so much anxiety. Probably the next better. Day. Like better that you didn't I would not oh, be yeah. able to enjoy a party if I knew that somebody there was like and had a knife and was like fighting people. Neither. Oh, I Maybe remember this one is thing the that least wholesome. I remember one other one other thing that happened. Well, that wasn't that crazy, but I remember I had like Ellie, my old flatmate, and I. We went to like one of your guys' parties. We were like in the like field outside your house, and this like random guy just stole her phone. Oh yeah. And I then Ben, this. your ex like housemate, like properly like went after him and like convinced him to like give the I phone you, back. I thought you were about to say ex. I was like, what? I thought <laughs> so too. I was like, your ex, don't you remember? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> ben listening to this like. <laughs> I don't think Ben listens to this. <laughs> that would be even more shocking. <laughs> I think chances of Ben listening to this podcast are 0.0001. Actual 0%. I don't think anyone of like our London group of friends listen to the podcast. I listen to the podcast. Yeah, you are one of, I think you're the only one I do as well. Mine. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> No, I do. I so do. <laughs> You've listened to like one. I was actually. I listened to the last couple of ones. <gasps> yeah. I'm a supporter. No. She didn't talk about me in anyone else. Any any other ones except the subconscious one. Marco's always. He's like, oh, you didn't mention me this episode. It was a boring <laughs> episode. <laughs> like, 
literally. Like, if I mention him, he's like, oh my god, this was a great just episode. Just list all. <laughs> Every episode that you mention me, I'm like, I really like this episode. <laughs> Leo, just list included. all your friends right now. So that you, that everyone doesn't <laughs> mention me right now. <laughs> uh, so this girl, Ali. No. <laughs> my friend, Ali. I have mentioned both of you quite a few times, so I feel like it's only right that we it's give we've voices to the name. Your... Guys, send Marcha Diaries a oh. DM if you want us to be a regular feature. Oh my god, also, these two girls were the iconic golf trip to Fuerteventura when I met my boyfriend. Like, we're like the OG trio. Might I say? Go on. Oh, it's all due to Vesh, to be fair. Yeah, I was about to say that. Absolutely I didn't want to take Absolutely not. <laughs> You're giving credit of your relationship to Vesh right now. Okay, both of you. Okay, okay, okay Ali is the reason guys, we went to... Fu- no. I have a house in Fuerteventura. It was my <laughs> idea that they went. And I stopped the Italians True. in no. the middle of the street. But then I went up to Pierre. Who was Marco's <laughs> friend. And, I, and, uh, and then that's why we yeah. went to their rooftop. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we both, like, we were all, we were all interconnected in yes. this. Yes, you're both having to give speeches at our wedding, I hope. You I'm surprised, like... We can do a joint one. It was, That'd it was... That'd be cute. Yeah. The language barrier was so funny and shocking. Yeah. I don't even know, like, they were speaking Italian, we were speaking English, but we were just having the best time. We, like, went for, surfed with them and went back to their place again. Like, I was any, like, they didn't know our names couldn't understand us. I didn't know their names. <laughs> they were like, three women, three men, let's go. <laughs> oh, there's so the many car. possibilities. Also, there was this misunderstanding where like one of them thought that the surf lesson was an exchange for like one of us having sex with them. Did you know? Well, o- obviously. <laughs> Did you? Like, I obviously, had no idea. They're not just going to take us out to surf. I didn't know. Why I was not? like, oh, this is like, an, this is so cute what of them. And they then afterwards we found out, out that Pierre thought, or that Pierre knew had made a deal that like, No! You I, I, I did him. not make this deal with him. <laughs> I'm not that, I'm feral, but not that feral. No, Vesh is actually, no, yeah, you're wholesome feral in a way. Uh-huh. Wholesome feral in your own way. Ali's made the uh, there worst There is absolutely face. nothing wholesome about Vesh. <gasps> <laughs> There's nothing there, wholesome about me. There's nothing When you make us that. chais, that's very wholesome. To be fair. Vesh has that made us wholesome. some chais recently in the new house. Yeah, I'm, in a, I'm on a mission to show people real Indian chai mm. instead of the chai lattes. Which it is basically so steamed. I'm, I've been getting better at it as well. Like I've, I've got some um, chai leaves from India. And I, my, I made my first cup for these two girls, which was okay. My second cup was better. Yeah, I'm so excited for my third. Yeah. Can't wait. I wasn't here for the second. It was a midday activity. Yeah. You didn't want one, I don't think. You like refused to go on a coffee break with us. Yeah. So we retaliated and had chais. When? <laughs> like Have week. I refused... A break. <laughs> From work. I think we completely made up the story. <laughs> you really have. I was probably in the office. No, you're in not. what universe would I refuse a break? <laughs> a coffee break. A coffee break. <laughs> we should probably search for like the most used word in like our chat or something. I think that would be it. What? Break coffee anyone? break. Break. Breaky poo. <laughs> I'm obsessed with coffee breaks. I'm so obsessed with them. They're so cute. Like it's a little break in your day. <laughs> most chaotic episode yet <laughs> it's kind of cute though it's like girls chat 
This is a very real life insight into our chaotic.、Energy. This was our entire day today. Yeah, to be honest. Just, but I love it. Okay, now let's go on to the actual topic. <laughs> We've had. <laughs> how long have we yapped? <laughs> Nonsense. It's been forty-two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, What actually is the topic? So basically, obviously, because I was talking about Vesh so much in the last episode, I was like, okay, might as well bring Vesh on for a chat about like the subconscious and everything because. As I mentioned in the last episode, if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that first. It's only relevant from this point onwards because we've not talked about anything related to the subconscious so far.、Um, but basically, when I met Vash, you really like changed my perspective on like affirmations, meditation, like how how much power it can have and how、yeah. much it can change your life. I'm feeling the pressure right now. No, but <laughs> I was just I was really inspired, and I always like. Whenever I meet people, I like I talk about you quite a lot. I'm like, oh, you you know, kind of say that. I feel like you helped me quite a lot, like change my mindset. That's the、things. best compliment. Yeah. Well, I mean it. So I'm like, okay, I want the podcast to benefit off this wisdom. I'm not. I wouldn't say it's wisdom yet. I think I'm. I'm very, very interested in learning more about the human、yeah. mind. Just the power of your mind, how it can be like your best friend, but also your worst enemy for、yeah. a lot of people, and balancing that. And I want to get to the point in my life where I'm balanced and like, I I don't react. I respond type of thing. So yeah. Okay, if you say that statement. What do you mean by that? Well, don't react, respond. Yeah. So like my reaction for me, like how I interpret reaction is like it's very impulsive, extreme. Normally consists of like a pair of opposites. So you either like something or you hate something. You don't say. We don't even when we're reacting. You don't even take ten seconds to think about your reaction. You're just like, okay, this upset me, so I'm gonna react a certain way. I'm gonna might hurt other people, but I'll think about it later. So、yeah. I want to get to a point where if something makes me upset, if someone makes me angry, I want to be able to train my mind for like ten seconds. I don't want to react to it and then like respond to it, if that makes sense.、Mm. But it's hard because as humans. A lot of times we're not in control of our emotions. Yeah. So, yeah, I think imagine how much better, how much of a better place the world would be if we did we didn't react. So how many much, less people. Or in general,、hurt. like I think if people were more woken up to like everything that our mind holds and I don't know, we're more at peace with themselves. I think if everyone was at peace with themselves, but obviously it's super hard to get to. Don't think they will ever get to that point. But if everyone was, I don't think we'd have any wars. I don't think we'd have like. Fights or, you know, no, definitely. I think it 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 surprises me because until twenty twenty, I was like blind to it as well. But I think once once you kind of start thinking about how much your mind can affect your daily life, it's like you can't go back. It's addictive. It's like you want to better yourself, and it, there's no harm from it. There's、yeah. no harm from learning yourself about yourself. So, yeah, it would it it makes me sad that more people are not. Exploring themselves more like that, yeah. But it's a privilege to be able to, so I'm happy. What was your journey with it? Like, if you say that you like woke up to it in like 2020, like yeah, I'd say like so. My family is Hindu, so obviously I've grown up around you know rituals, gods, goddesses.、Um, it's always been a part of prayer. Has always been a part of my life. You know, we, when you go 
obviously when you go to India, the spirituality is a big part of people's lives. It's what they grow up on. So obviously at that point, I didn't understand, I didn't really know the context behind it. I would just pray to God because like, oh, you know, like my mom's doing it. So I should. But I think in 2020, and then my mom started getting really, really into like the spiritual aspect of it in like 2018, I'd say. And then 2020 during COVID, like because I was with my family for like seven months locked up, my mom would like do little like sermons. She would like start talking about like how to control your mind, visualization. So a lot of spirituality is picked up from Hindu scriptures. So when you read the Hindu scriptures, yeah, they mention gods and goddesses, but most of it is about learning about yourself and your mind. And it, so it just started like that. And as, as soon as my mom started speaking about it, I'm like, where has this been all my life? Mm. And then I started practicing it. And the change that I saw were absolutely insane. I think the first few months when you start getting into it, you're like, oh my God, like I like visualized an exact score on my exam. Like I was like, oh my God, how has that happened? How have I said I would get the score and I got the score? I think it's just, I feel so calm because of it. Yeah. That now I'm obsessed. I'm like, that's all I talk to people about. Sometimes I'm like, shut me up <laughs> because I don't want to obviously impose it on people that don't want to hear it. But yeah, I think obviously being around these girls as well, they're so... I feel like our friendship group is very much encouraging, like being in touch with yourself. We all have our own little practices that we do for self-care and we all just teach each other so much. So it's been a great journey. Yeah, I think we're super open to hearing each other's like perspectives and, mm-hmm. and yeah, opinions on it. Like I'm not gonna, even if we disagree on something, it's it's always a super interesting conversation. So even if someone isn't spiritual or doesn't practice, you know, any of these things, it's, I think it's always an interesting conversation. Yeah, because we have like differing degrees of like, I guess, spirituality that people practice within our group. But it's not like anyone is, everyone is very open to like hearing and learning. Yeah, exactly. I think the base principles are literally the same. The base principles are like love and like, balance calm Mm -hmm. so everyone wants to achieve that so i think we help each other a lot if anyone you know is going through something i know that the advice that i will get will be like very much related to like Mm -hmm. it's about the self rather than oh i don't know how to say it it's like the i just know that i'd get good advice from all of you girls because i know all of you are like really in touch with want to be in touch with yourselves Mm. Yeah. I one thing that surprised me because I didn't know anything about spirituality. I would say that before, probably like before twenty, I don't know, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty. Yeah. And what surprised me, especially like talking to you, because I'll be completely honest, like I'd never like had a proper conversation with anyone from India or like practicing Hinduism before. So I like knew nothing about it. Probably had like, not even stereotypes, but I was just like, oh wow, that seems super far removed from me. Yeah. And then I was really surprised, like, talking to you more with, like, how much it's interlinked with, like, actually, like, psychology, self-help principles and, like, you know, like, kind of things that everyone wants to achieve or everyone knows. Like, it's, for example, like, the law of attraction and everything or manifestation is linked in psychology because it, it, it's scientifically proven that it opens up your mind and opens up pathways. I think, I think people dis religion sometimes. People, like, don't... Obviously, there there are some aspects to religion that 
are obviously people are trying to profit off of it yeah. there are some aspects like which religion. yeah there are some aspects which have been tainted by us humans but i think it's it's just something it's just being open to it being open to that conversation and being like okay so like why do you have faith in what you have faith in and it doesn't have to be your entire identity it's not like i um i like label myself i'm a hindu and i'm like walking around i think it's just when you when you actually sit down give it time mm. and i when i read the um books that you know that kind of link to hinduism and stuff it's just like it, it is scientific yeah. like we it's crazy because these scriptures were written 5000 years ago 6000 years ago there was no science there was no machines to scan your brain mm. but all these principles for a calm human life it's it's so necessary to know but i think obviously we religion does get a bad rep and i feel like that's again self inflicted i feel like there's even even when i was younger i remember i would just be like i don't believe in anything like why am i praying to like the elephant god it doesn't make any sense but i think exactly like especially for hinduism a lot of people criticize it because it's a lot of gods and goddesses it's like mm. why isn't that being like delusional but i think a lot of people don't know that like hinduism doesn't prescribe multiple gods and goddesses hinduism prescribes that like we are all in one existence one consciousness and it, it includes everyone everything everyone and that is like quote unquote god but the gods are given figures faces so that people can like relate to them mm-hmm. so no one's saying that these like I'm I'm not saying that you find an elephant god walking the earth right now but it's it helps you relate to them and you're a child and you see it you're like oh my god this is amazing and you start appreciating these aspects you start believing in it you start having faith and I think a lot of people don't understand those types of like nuances I think yeah. I think it's easy to it's easy to like shut it off but i think once you start having conversations it it, it opens you up so much more mm. and it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing when um there's you know even the rituals are so beautiful it's like a form of self care for me yeah and because my family is completely into it like my, my mom and i we talk about spirituality more than anything like our conversations are very very much focused on what did you to do today how how can you get better self reflection and the power of the mind so i think with that it's just it's just been so good i think i'm lucky and obviously as i said like having people around you that are open to conversation it's so nice to have people want to hear about what you believe in i think yeah. i'm yapping a lot you got you have to cut a lot of this out by the way <laughs> i'm not cutting any of it no okay so when you say like you talk about your mom like you talk with your mom about like oh what do you do today or whatever like what are like some or key i don't know if this is too broad of a question but like what do you feel like are the core principles that or things that you do on like a daily basis that like affect or like change improve your life i think the fir- recently i started doing this but i think the f- first 30 minutes of my day and the last 30 minutes of my day are completely dedicated to my spiritual times my rituals so one thing i do in the morning i wake up and the first thing i do is i chant and obviously this is not for everyone i feel like with buddhism and hinduism there's a lot of chanting but it takes you it basically elevates you to a state of consciousness where you're not having those distractions when you're mm-hmm. chanting you're like 
concentrating on one aspect that's the type of meditation i didn't even know like how do you chant i have a mala which has 108 beads so i have a mantra which my like spiritual mentor gave me and i just chanted 108 times and i do feel my mind getting distracted but i think it's just i let the thoughts flow if somebody would want to do that how would you find like a mantra I personally have I my mom and my dad and obviously I have an entire family that's extremely like spiritual so they they Hinduism is also all about mantras chanting yeah so it just comes with it but that you can do Om is the mantra you can mm. chant Om is just like a symbol but it kind of embodies the vibration of the universe so you could just start off with that you could just Google one. It's I. It's not important what you say. The practice of it is important. Yeah. It calms your mind in the morning, and and one, you were saying that you don't even have to say it out loud, right? You can no. Say I it say it in, in my mind. mind, which I found interesting. Like because when I hear like chanting, I would have I would think it's out loud. Or yeah. Even. I think with mantras like Om, there is like there's a lot of connection to the actual vibration that the mm. word produces, but with other mantras, I don't think you know it's necessary to say yeah. it out loud and for me it's like it's almost a quiet time for me i don't mm-hmm. have to say it out loud but what really changed the game for me is my affirmations my morning affirmations that i do and as when i started saying them i swear people around me were like mm-hmm. your energy is different yeah. like and these can be like completely personalized so i love doing I am magnetic is my favorite one. She is magnetic. Um, People can't see you. But yeah, it's like, you know, I talk about love, unconditional love, attracting love. I even do a little, some money ones. And I feel like it just sets you off on such a good tone. Yeah. I really want to start doing this. Me too. The thing is, it takes 30 seconds though. It yeah. takes 30 seconds of just like loving yourself, affirming yourself. Yeah. And then you start the day and you're like, wait, this is going to be great. Yeah. So yeah. So I think those two things I don't compromise on. And you don't write them down, do you? You say them in your mind. Or yeah, you say I say them. them I say them like a little bit. I say them to myself. Yeah. Um, it would be a bit silly if someone walked in. <laughs> saying, <laughs> I am divine, <laughs> and they like slowly close the door. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> I've done that before. Walked in on Vesh doing affirmations on the mirror oh i think i was just talking to myself i don't even think they Maybe. were affirmations i was like fully having a conversation with myself in the mirror and ali was like what the hell she was fully like you are beautiful no <laughs> it was so cute that is so special i really want to start doing it though i think yeah. it would change the game for me as well i think a lot of these practices that you're talking about in hinduism regardless of what religion you believe in or even if you don't believe in any religion um you know there's i think different ways to apply the same principles and different i don't know techniques to to the same outcome yeah no yeah definitely and the point is not that's the thing though the point is not that you need to follow a certain ritual or religion yeah. mm-hmm. the point is you yeah you, you have yourself at the end of the day you can do a lot of things with yourself mm-hmm. but why why not give yourself some love why yeah. not give yourself that care and because all it is yeah it's like positive self-talk changing the narrative in your brain making yourself believe in yourself and and focusing your energy and time on just you yeah and honestly 
it doesn't even have to be you don't have to say it out loud you can say it in your mind you can write it down yeah. you can put it in your notes app you can just voice record it and listen to it every morning it's it's kind of like putting uh, that's relates to subconscious it like kind of situates in your subconscious yeah. that you know i am all these things yeah. and it it honestly manifests in real life like my friendships my you know relationship with my family all of these have improved so much after i've kind of started putting things in my subconscious that are beneficial to me yeah mm-hmm. and i think nowadays like we have so much like self hate talk it's 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 a bit sad i feel like it's i do i do that as well humor in terms of humor you it's definitely good but i feel like with so much pressure from like social media people around you it's like you're always constantly like oh my god i need to be better myself i mm-hmm. hate this part of my body i'm insecure about this and it's it just kind of i don't know it's like an opposite yeah kind of cancels it out a, a little bit i've experienced so many benefits from when i've done you know positive self talk i mean I don't think it's a specific religion hoponopono but it's honestly even if it's just calming me Can down you explain it? Yeah so I actually I know it comes from Hawaii and that's it's that's, a thing mm, as much it. as I know but I've tried to research into it but basically I just heard of it from my mom that that um basically made me do it <laughs> but when I when I first moved to London because i had a really really bad experience with you know finding a flat i basically moved to a you know to a new city um with no job no money i had no house like i know it's anyway i was so lost and i just moved into mm, a scam of a house it sounds so bad <laughs> a scam of a house basically i got scammed um and i had no job and i just spent all of my savings in my deposit and my first month's rent So I was basically just crying in that bedroom and I called my mom basically having a breakdown and and thinking I'd made the worst mistake and so she explained to me this hoponopono technique which is basically um repeating four sentences over and over and over and over so those are I'm sorry forgive me I love you thank you and you can basically say it to whatever you want. So I in that case was saying it to myself, but you can it also works when you're I don't know, someone's hurt you and and you know holding bad feelings for someone only is is negative for yourself. So it it also works on that or or if if you just think something is not working out in general, you can just you know say the words to to the universe or or just out. Um So in that case I was saying them to myself. So when you're repeating I'm sorry. So I was I was basically telling myself I'm sorry for you know being so hard on myself and and not trusting the process or or I'm sorry for I don't know. Just in general forgive me. I love you. Thank you. So I was basically just reaffirming to myself that you know everything's going to work out. I'm proud of myself or even you know yeah. getting to this point this was right after uni and regardless of whether i had a job or my life was like a mess in that moment i was just basically loving myself yeah. for how far i'd come and the day after i just went to the 
to the agency and by some absolute miracle the contract said 48 hours after you um are given your keys you can take you can just cancel the whole thing that's so crazy which that i've not never heard of that either. no it's never. crazy i've never heard of it and i had read like looked at the contract before i had not seen that phrase at all and i swear to you i went to the agency showed them that that sentence and they gave me all of my money back that is crazy. Um, that yeah, is unheard like, of. Yeah. yeah, then I, I, think I moved some, to a like, whole other area of something London. Something was looking out for you there. Absolutely. And I don't know what it was, but I know that that night um, just changed my perception on, I don't know, spirituality, but it was just very, very weird, like very bizarre to me that such a huge thing had happened right after doing that. And so I think that's when I started being open to you know learning more about all of mm. this and yeah I think that was the first time I like fully experienced something a bit crazy with um no you yeah know? definitely I feel like it's you you need to experience it to enjoy exactly. it like you can just know about it and like sit with the information but once you, and you will experience my, that's the thing I always I love viewing life as like magic. Like mm. the universe is magic. Mm. Like when you look at when you look outside, there's like a literal tree with like flowers and fruits growing. Like mm-hmm. I think yeah. we need to just view life take life less seriously and view it as magic. Everything's a miracle. Yeah. Me meeting my friends is a miracle, you know? Yeah. Every single small aspect so much there's so much potential, there's so much possibility with one decision you make. So I think once you start viewing your life as magic, just like you, like with Ali's situation, it's like a miracle, but it's beautiful. Yeah. And I think that it, it makes you enjoy the little things so much more as well. I think when you're open to, um, yeah, to viewing life in this way, when you're like, you know, mind shifts in that way mm-hmm. and you start seeing things as, yeah, a miracle, life changes. Like yeah. when you're present and, and, I don't know, you, I don't know what I'm saying, but basically you just realize that everything happens for a reason. You know, everyone's in your path to to bring something into your life, whether it's good or bad. Even, that's what we were talking about the other day, like the highs and the lows are both so to important. be cherished. Like, ch- cherished? Yeah. Um, yeah, that we want to experience it all. It's we, the we beauty were having, of life. Actually, like before we recorded our first like episode on the subconscious, I was having a chat with like these guys plus like our other housemate Michael about like the subconscious because I'd read that like I guess a bit controversial thing of like that our subconscious is a thing that is like a gut instinct. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know. We got onto the topic of obviously like kind of peace of mind regulating our emotions and stuff like that and I think we had a misunderstanding of like what Besh was saying in terms of like we thought that she was saying that her goal is to not in in that sense of like not reacting we thought that meant like oh not having those emotions you know whether it's good or bad which obviously we'd misunderstood you but it kind of just brought us onto the topic of like how the beauty of life is in that duality right it's in experiencing intense joy intense love but also being able to be open enough to let yourself experience and process heartbreak, grief, like yeah, that's all part of what's those, being human. Definitely. And, and trust that it's still a miracle that we are like alive. No, yeah. Yeah. I definitely do not think that we need to not experience these because yeah. I mean, if, I mean, you know, I'm like the most like 
extreme loud react not reactive <laughs> but like I love to love life yeah. and I love to experience things I love to feel um love I love to just feel all feel. aspects of my life but I think I think when once you st- for me it's like I, it's not like I don't want to experience duality of life because everyone has to yeah that it's not an option I think as, as I said like the way you react to that duality the way you view your intense love or intense hate is also important yeah you need to process your emotions you need to feel these things because you're as a human you're that's what you come on the earth for yeah. is experiencing life through your eyes and intellect but um i think it it would be a lot better if i could regulate some of these not not saying that i don't want to experience them but like knowing that that is temporary yeah. knowing that i'm feeling intense joy right now but i don't want to be attached or addicted to that intense joy mm. and i think that's where the spirituality can have like a little bit of a toxic aspect if you're if you're like okay i need to be like okay with everything i need to be happy with everything so i'm going to avoid people sometimes avoid their you know i mean they, they yeah. just avoid what they their emotions yeah. mm-hmm. they're like well i'm happy if if they're like really upset about something i had this phase as well where i was like i was refused to acknowledge that i was upset i refused to yeah. you know i refused to like acknowledge that i just needed to cry yeah. and and then i realized that that's not healthy like it's not about numbing your emotions down it's about feeling those emotions and you feel them more when you live in the present moment as well mm. because you're not worried about what's going to happen next but knowing and finding peace in the fact that every situation is temporary there's nothing permanent in life except birth and death literally <laughs> so i think we get so caught up in things sometimes being anxious about something that's not going to matter 5 hours down the day that i think yeah i do want to experience things but i also don't want to feel anxiety because i want more of that thing or less yeah. of that thing i don't know if it makes sense but no it does where i want to really get to is like to not let it affect my sense of self like i don't want something to happen for example i perform badly or i i don't know i say something wrong in a meeting or i don't know i i lose something or whatever like cuz i'm sometimes like forgetful and and whatever and i don't want it to like impact my whole relationship to myself and then beat myself up and be like oh i'm not good at this and you know like make Your it self worth exactly obviously those are like tiny examples obviously bigger things are going to affect like for example a, i don't know heartbreak or loss of some sense i don't don't want that to affect my relationship to myself of course yeah but that takes so much yeah. work like no i know that that's like the ultimate goal right <laughs> exactly, like peace of mind to yeah. be like it's so at peace hard. with who you are at the core because you know yourself so well mm-hmm. because you trust in like yeah who no you definitely have i think the biggest challenge in life is learning to regulate your mind like literally i think i've had i've had times where there's been so many thoughts running to my through my head and i'm trying to control them and it's given me a literal headache because mm. i'm like stop stop yeah. the anxious thinking stop the overthinking but you have to be hard on yourself when you find yourself like overthinking things when you find yourself like losing your sense of self you need to be hard on yourself give yourself that scolding just be like stop it yeah. like stop thinking like this like this is not beneficial as as you said like it's like i sent the wrong email to the wrong person and i'm like stressing about it why like yeah. you can apologize and it's done but we spend so much time stressing about these little things and obviously i'm lucky that i'm slowly getting there with 
the way I think about things. But yeah, I think one one thing that really really helped me was um, the keys of happiness thing that my mom mom's always been telling me, which is do not give your keys of happiness to other people. So we like like my mom described it as like we have like a bunch of keys of our happiness in our heart, and we just go around distributing it to people being like okay you can have my key of happiness so what what you do will affect me Mm. do you know what i mean it's like okay you my job can have a key of happiness because if the job fluctuates it i will fluctuate yeah and it's like keep your keys of happiness with you yeah like you can control how to react to situations a situation is bad not because it's 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 bad because of how you perceive it the whole world is our perception and nothing else you don't know the world except from how you perceive it. Mm. So I think for me, it's like I really want to get to that point where my keys of happiness are with me. Yeah. And yeah, some situations are obviously objectively bad and upsetting, but I want to be able to control how I respond. I want to be able to control the way I react to things and how things affect me. External things that shouldn't be you know why should that that they have so much importance in my mind it's it's a very hard thing to do because it's easy to say and then you and then life puts you in a situation yeah. where you have to but implement it yeah. when someone upsets you when you know when you like break up with someone or yeah. when someone does something that you didn't expect and then you're like wait i know all this information yeah. now is the time it's like a test yeah. like you sit and practice it and it's not easy no I guess that's why also, like, I want to do this episode because it's not like any of us are, and that's our whole podcast, right? So, like, any of us are like, oh, we've got this completely figured out, and here is no, the No, absolutely. Like, not. we are just, like, all of us are still completely on that journey of, like, finding, I don't know, just figuring out who we are, who we want to be, like, getting closer to who we are. Definitely. You know? And um, obviously, people having that environment around you helps massively. A lot of people don't have that. A lot of people have only themselves and they find this because they've gone through like a crisis situation in their life yeah so i definitely feel very lucky that i can like sit down mm-hmm. and talk to people who are open because i have i have had this conversation with other people and they're like that's absolute bullshit like there's no way life is just black and white like you know i, yeah. I have had those conversations and it's as okay well. if you think that but I think the conversation is is interesting regardless. Like mm. no, definitely. I'll, I'll I think... hear about your perspective. You can hear about mine, and then you can go about life however you want. But I think it's beautiful that we are able to share this journey. Yeah, not like shut another person off, right? Because that that's in an unproductive conversation. If somebody's like, "Yeah, well, you're wrong." I think yeah. I no. I have absolutely no problem with what other people believe, and I I'm yeah. very much in my own bubble. Yeah, but. I think having open conversations, even with your friends, like I remember we would just do like a tarot reading session and Mm. the point of it was not us pulling cards and trying to get our future, but it was just that would trigger conversations for three to four hours about, you know, what what we can do, reflection, what made us upset, what do we want to work on? And I think having those conversations with your friends, like just initiating them, like, have like drink a glass of wine and talk about you know what I think it's so important it's so important to like have those conversations to better yourself because there's so many things I've learned from other people that I would yeah. have never ever learned even with like parents or like I don't know people at work like I think sometimes we don't ask the questions because we maybe think that like somebody else wouldn't 
appreciate the question or it's going to be weird or whatever but I've learned so much like through for example like asking my parents different questions now that I'm older that I wouldn't have asked before you know and it's like oh actually people have or even like other people that I meet at work and I'm like oh wow I had no idea that you've gone through xyz and you've come out of it like this or you have you have this story to share and like you never know what you're gonna get out of a conversation with someone yeah to me that's the best part about being human is mm-hmm. is getting to learn about other people's experience yeah, anyway, yeah. and obviously like so our whole friendship group is everyone's from a different culture and country we've got yeah well spanish german indian ukrainian british italian <gasps> mike <laughs> you scared me so much our housemates just like popped up oh up, my up god i think he was trying to be quiet because he knew that we not were this after we heard even, noises even outside literally just his face popped up at the window yeah. Oh lord. Oh, My lord. heart dropped. <laughs> okay, so Michael has now entered the room. He- Hello. I'm like an Elvis entrance. <laughs> After he nearly gave us a heart attack. After he pretended to be an intruder. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now we're all just sitting on our living room. The house has been reunited. Oh my god, we should do like a monthly house chat. Oh, that'd be cute. Oh wait, you guys post every week, that's a lot. Um, Like I feel like one episode a week for a house, (laughs) for a month. No, but just just for us. Like we we should do like a three, yeah, you don't even have to post it. Like I feel like we should all just just like debrief on our month. That would be great. Okay, you guys will have to let us know if you'd be interested. They could be bonus episodes. Yeah, oh my god. I want to hear it when I'm like 50. Not having our own, you're requesting your own Wait guys, I'm starting my own podcast. This is when it gets boring. Oh my god, guys. Low-key, I want to start a podcast. We, don't even, we actually don't even have to post it. We can just, like, have it as a memory. What would our podcast be called? I obviously need to be a part of this extra podcast as well. The Hive Podcast. <gasps> wait, wait. Shall we make a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll make a poll on our Matcha Diaries Instagram. <laughs> Everyone, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're barely posting as it is. No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Michael, give a recap. How have you been? Last episode you were on, we were in Greece. Yeah. Give us your highs and lows. Yeah, highs and lows of this week. This week? Yeah. Um, I think the highs have just been spending time with good people and discovering some new coffee and bookshops. Love that. That's That's been a... Mike is written by a woman. (laughs) 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 Um, lows... I don't know... I can't think of any lows this week. Damn, Guys, we all did not yeah, really have lows. think of lows? Come on. I, um, you don't have to. You come on, yeah, have actually, a low. Actually, my low is uh, I, I had my wrist injection, which is a steroid injection. To oh, that is pretty oh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't been able to do much with my wrist for the last three days, but it's getting very quickly better as, as a result of the injection. So That's very good. I think it's taking it. Yeah, because yeah. it's something we it's didn't a... mention in the Grease episode, but like you've struggled with like... I don't know if you'd call it like health. Yeah, Yeah, physical health. It's a high in disguise, really. Yeah, because it's the beginning of of like it getting so much better. Yeah, Yeah. I hope so. It will, it will. Can I say one more high? Go on. (laughs) Wow. So Mike gifted me a guitar. Oh my God, true. And I've been literally spending like at least... I don't know, 20 minutes a day, like sort of practicing. Really? I have. So I really have. And I've learned a song. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway I'm just it. really. 
Next installment of, of, the, performance. House, of the House podcast, please, can Ali play? I'm just really every, excited. Oh God, if you play every episode and then you episode can by episode, the you get better. No, Ali is going to be doing the intro of Marcia Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be so funny. And the new intro. Yeah. <laughs> Introducing. <laughs> Maybe that's your passion project. Imagine becoming a musician. Becoming a musician. No, I'm just really excited be because my whole life I've been like, God, I've got zero musical talent. And now I'm like determined <laughs> to become like, you Adele know. Adele Roach. Adele Roach. Yeah, this is our nickname for Ali. I yeah. realized that we said it out of context and it might yeah, be Yeah, no one's going to get it. This is what I mean. Like, there's so many like, uh, like alter egos you can be like you you now you're like a guitar girl <laughs> like you could have yeah. been like a piano girl you could also be a piano girl that, that's <laughs> yeah she's just started no i'm getting so unhinged this episode is getting late. last five hours <laughs> no, but like, what's your don't you ego? think about like yeah okay, I, I could be living in new york right now have all a complete different i life. think about this all the time the amount of it's like mind-boggling yeah that i could be living and all of the lives which i'd be like Ama- amazingly happy in you know like I could imagine myself living in New York being like, I could be uh, living in Italy yeah. I could and be traveling to South life. America in exactly. a backpack because you were thinking of doing that yeah yeah this year. or the, the, the year that I was oh, I can't speak <laughs> I'm too excited the year that I was going to move to London <laughs> I was actually going to move to Australia and I had my visa ready everything and then I just changed my mind like last second that is crazy. What would have happened if I'd gone to Australia? None of us would be saying This podcast here. would not be I recording. Would, right yeah. Now. You think? Maybe this podcast would still be recording, but you guys wouldn't be in it. No, like I would, this. Ex- yeah. Uh, I'm, this not saying, I'm not saying the Marsha Diaries were <laughs> dependent on Ali not Marcia going. Marsha Diaries happened because of me. <laughs> but me and Marco wouldn't be together. Facts. That's, oh my god. Yeah. It's true. If oh we had become such a major like, close friends after uni, I wouldn't be. Uh, maybe I would have met him in some other way later down the line, but right I, now, our relationship. There's no be way. There's How no would way. your paths cross? Because we're soulmates and we're always destined to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually a scary thought. So crazy. That's a major event. That's pretty major, yeah. You wouldn't have Mike's espresso martinis? No, I no. would have never no, learned how to play the guitar. No, I probably would have. <laughs> well, I would have still probably become... Like, I was friends with you, independent of Ali. So I don't know if Adele Roach's departure or non-departure would <laughs> no, I don't know if that would have affected you guys. But we wouldn't have all moved in together, that's for sure. I would have never met Vesh. <gasps> Imagine. I would have never met Vesh. I would have never met the other girls that are a part of our friendship group. See, this is like the butterfly effect, like one, yeah. t- and you have no idea what every single day that one event or that one decision is that you make. That so yeah, crazy. but it's crazy. It's like affecting so- other people as well. It's, it's like a completely different topic. Yeah, like, guys, it's getting on hinge. Leo, stop recording now. <laughs> okay, we're gonna on the next chatting. episode of... <laughs> guys, tell Leo that we need to do a house edition bonus episode <laughs> every month. Message us. And in the next episode, we'll talk about... Can you plug lives. our Holy Threesome account? Oh yeah, <laughs> go follow us on Holy Threesome, written with. Just write it down somewhere. <laughs> I'll write it on our stories. I'll put. Oh, I'll put it in the episode notes. I'll link to our account. We've just made it literally two days ago. It's our behind the scenes. It's our behind the scenes photo dump yeah. account. And we all make different. <laughs> we're all responsible for different individual posts. So. You'll get to see our different personalities. I mean, yeah. I feel like you guys know mine, but like you'll get to. See more details. <laughs> what? I was going to say, why would they want to know about us? <laughs> We're not part of the podcast. Well, still. Anyway. 
You guys are, are we not worth getting to know? Of course we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's just upset. <laughs> okay, let's round this off. We've now been talking for one hour, 21 minutes. After talking for like eight hours. No, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to cut like 20 minutes of the first 40. <laughs> and Vesna has to pack her sister's flat up in boxes. I don't even want to think about this right now. I'm going to, I'm like a bit upset, but I'm not. This can be your week's long. You will. You'll get it done. Even though it hasn't happened. It's yet. my sister, so yeah, she would have done the same for me. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> okay, Michael, do you have any final words to say to the pod? <laughs> that was good. None. Beautiful. Um, final words. No pressure. Well, I don't know what this is. The, whole it's gonna, about. About the it, it has been about, been about about everything. everything. It was supposed to be about the subconscious. I think we talked about the subconscious like <laughs> three two minutes. minutes out of the one hour twenty. Um, trust your gut and. Have fun. Oh, yay! Perfect message. That was a great ending message. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Love you lots, and I hope you're having a good week. Um, good until night. next week. Good, good night, <laughs> or good morning, or good afternoon, depending on whenever you're listening. <laughs> okay, time to stop. Come time on, let's extend it even more. Bye. <laughs>